This is the MLW Radio Network. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Blackheart, the head honcho off the Top Roast Podcast. If you love independent and professional wrestling and like all the juicy gossip of the wrestling industry, then look no further than here, OTTR Headquarters. You can catch us on Facebook, Twitch, and Facebook groups, and whatever that you get your podcast from with our, with our latest Last Week of Wrestling, After Darts, Under Boss's Hard Taste, and now a new upcoming trivia game show, Wrestling Every, coming soon. So if you like what you've seen, you love professional wrestling, you love independent wrestling, you love everything about wrestling just yourself, give us a tune. You know, you would not regret it. Blackheart out. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. But when it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. My name is Thomas, and what's your name? Uh, I'm Alan. Alan. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We're brothers. That's right. Yeah, yeah the mother, same mother and father. Your room was. Oh, we shared a room. Shared a room. For we right? shared a room. I thought I knew your face. Yeah, we go we? way back, mate. Yeah. yeah, we should do a podcast then. Uh, we have. We do. We do a podcast. We do a podcast. What's it called? The Broadcast. Yeah, that was planned. Yeah, yeah. Well, what do we do? Well, we cover all different things in the world of pop culture. We're talking about comic books, we're talking about professional wrestling, and we're talking about movies. Go back and watch classic retro wrestling events, the likes of WWE, WCW, and if you do like that, you can check us out on Apple iTunes, also on Podbean, Anchor, and on Podknife. Also check us out on Twitter, at The Broadcast. That's B-R-O. Okay, yeah, yeah. Hey, the ending. Hey, it's all right. Good on you. Yeah. Instagram also at the broadcast podcast. Remember, we don't spell it with a C. We spell it with a K. Sorry, mate. Take it easy. Welcome to another episode of Headlines brought to you by the MLW Radio Network and the Front Row Material brand for Tuesday, June the 21st, 2022. Headlines is your one-stop shop for everything in the world of professional wrestling. We scour all the wrestling websites and social media platforms to give you the comprehensive details of everything happening in the world of wrestling so you can get back to your day. It's a one-stop shop podcast where we cover news from AEW, WWE, Ring of Honor, New Japan, and so many others. Once again, Headlines is a daily podcast that's available free anywhere podcasts are made available. With that being said, let's go ahead and let's jump into the headlines. From E-Wrestling News, Ryan Clark is writing in at this hour. There's an update on the Tammy Sitch lawyer situation with her case. As E-Wrestling News reported yesterday, Tammy Sitch, also known as Sunny to WWE fans, her lawyer wants out and wants to withdraw from her DUI manslaughter case. Now a hearing has been set to rule on that specific request. Now, Stephen Delaroche, the lawyer representing Sitch's case, filed a motion last week asking to withdraw her as legal representation. The judge presiding over the case has not set a hearing yet, but we just found out that June the 30th at 9 a.m. looks like to be the time. Now, Delaroche cited the news following a reason as to why he wants to be out of the case. He says, An impasse has been reached in the handling of the case, making it impossible for the client-attorney relationship to continue and to work cooperatively on 
on the case. The client has not complied with the terms of the employment agreement with the attorney, and the client will not be prejudiced if the unsigned is permitted to withdraw. Now, while not confirmed, it appears that Sitch is either not listening to the advice of her legal team or is refusing to accept a plea deal, or the lawyer knows that she has no shot of winning the case. Sitch is currently incarcerated and is awaiting trial on nine charges, including DUI manslaughter. WWE Hall of Famer was involved in an accident back on March the 25th that claimed the life of a 75-year-old Julian Laster. Now, you can keep up with everything that's going on with Tammy's case by following Ryan Clark and the Wrestling News. Eric Bischoff is making news at this hour. Ryan Clark is writing in. Eric Bischoff reacts to Vince McMahon stepping down as WWE CEO and Chairman. During the latest edition of his 83 Weeks podcast, Eric Bischoff commented on the news that Vince McMahon would be stepping down as WWE Chairman and CEO. His thoughts on McMahon's promo on SmackDown most recently and so much more. Now, specifically on Vince McMahon stepping down as Chairman and CEO. I was dumbfounded and shocked. I don't know any other way to put it. Can't imagine anybody felt any differently. It's a day I thought I would never see and though it appears to be temporary, it is a permanent situation right now at least and that's the way it's being presented or the way I read it. But nonetheless, it's a big damn deal and it shook me. I feel bad for a lot of people. I still have a lot of friends in WWE that I do care about a lot. Regardless of how this ends up, it's going to adversely affect a lot of people. How do you feel anything other than bad for people that you have had affection for and have worked for that are going through this? I feel bad for Bruce Pritchard. I sent Bruce a text on Friday night showing the sign saying, brother, it's been a hell of a ride. To be sitting in that seat with you, man, it's the eye of the hurricane. I feel bad for a lot of people. Now, on his reaction to Vince's promo on SmackDown, you hit it right on the head, Bully Ray, when you said that's either the middle finger for Vince or Vince saying goodbye. I thought the exact thing when I watched it. I watched it a couple of times because I wanted to get a feel for Vince. I didn't want to try to pretend like I know Vince a lot because I don't. I'm not sure how many people really honestly do, but I was trying to read him. And as you know, Vince is really hard to read. After I watched it a couple of times, I thought maybe this is one last opportunity just in case he's not really sure how this is going to end up. If this is goodbye, that was a good one. If you'd like to find out more about what Eric Bischoff had to say about the situation right now happening in WWE, continue to follow eWrestling News as they will have all the details. Impact Wrestling News, Dustin Rhodes, Juventud Guerrera, Mike Tenay update, and so much more. Ryan Clark is writing in today, Black Taurus versus Andrew Everett will actually be taking place on this Thursday's episode of Before the Impact. Now, the next two episodes of Impact in 60 will look at Juventud Carrero and Dustin Rhodes. Now, Impact Wrestling posted the following tribute video that aired at Slammiversary for Mike Tenay and Don West. Don West is currently battling brain cancer right now and could use all the support. For more information on all of these stories, follow Ryan Clark and continue to follow E-Wrestling News. What was the backstage feelings on the Impact TV tapings after Slammiversary? What's going on in AEW and MLW as well? Now, there's currently a pre-sale going on for AEW Dynamite and Rampage TV tapings in Cleveland, Ohio, which will take place on August the 24th in the Wolstein Center. Fans interested in purchasing tickets can use the code 62MIDGE. Now, tickets will go on sale to the general public on Friday. AEW Jerry Lynn was backstage visiting at last night's Impact TV tapings in Nashville, Tennessee. Now, you can check out Battle Riot Control Center and the episode Battle Riot event, which once again will take place June the 23rd from the Melrose Ballroom and New York City. For more information on all of these promotions, definitely follow E-Wrestling News, follow Ryan Clark, and follow the individual promotions on all forms of social media.
Natalia is making news. She says working with Ronda Rousey is really intense. Ryan Clark's writing in this hour, YouTube chiropractor Dr. Bo Hightower posted a new video that features WWE superstar Natalia commenting on the work she's done on SmackDown with women's champion Ronda Rousey and how intense Ronda can get during her matches. Now, what it's like to work with Ronda. She would go on to say in the quote, it's really intense. Ronda is not a joke. In every sense of the word, she's as real as it gets and it hurts. And that's why I'm getting checked out right now. I'm really putting my body through a lot. It hurts actually to put the sharpshooter on her because she's like a wild wombat. They are vicious, wild, moody animals. Now on dealing with a strained adductor muscle as well. This is my adductor. That's what's going on. I strained it. It was going great until I worked Rhonda tonight and I just jammed it. I don't know what's going on. It was totally fine the last two or three days and then it really just kind of got strained again tonight. I'm so freaking sick of these adductor muscles. I had four different people working on my crotch last week trying to get this thing right. If you'd like to find out more about what Natalia has to say, you can go ahead and follow eWrestling News. You can follow Ryan Clark and these two individuals on all forms of social media. William Regal is making news right now. William Regal is talking about being paired up with Tajiri and WWE during their time together and what their chemistry was like. During the latest edition of Gentleman Villain Podcast, AEW star William Regal commented on being paired up with Tajiri during their time in WWE. Now, talking with Vince McMahon about the creative direction and so many more. Now, on the pairing with Tajiri, he would say, and I quote, we talked about making things work. And I say that a lot, make anything work. And that was one of the few times that I only had a little bit of time to go about things. And then we started. We were in Anaheim. I knew Tajiri was coming in and I'd seen him a lot, but I didn't really know him that well. I was already doing my commissioner thing and they said, you're going to be doing this thing with Tajiri and it's with Paul Heyman. It's his idea. And I became a big fan of Tajiri. So straight away, again, I try to tell everybody, learn from me. I'm pretty open-minded make everything work. But there was something in my mind because I was a comedy fan for years and all I could think of was it's going to be Peter Sellers and Cato. Pink Panther, I thought. I don't know what to do, but this is definitely going to work with us. Now, on his conversation with Vince McMahon about how creative was working with him, he would go on to say, so I went to Mr. McMahon and I always had a great rapport with him. We talked very little over the years and if it was, well, I just need a bit of a direction here, please. Can you give me some of that? And he said, well, I'm seeing this as being more of a Pink Panther thing. He went, oh, yep, and I got it. With most of the characters I was put with, I was put with a lot of different people. It was usually because I could talk or I could react and people were comfortable making a fool of myself to get that character over. You can name quite a few there. There was Tajiri, there was Eugene, there was Burchill, and the thing with the Un-Americans, which ended up with me and Lance Storm. But with Tajiri, I was so sure. But within two seconds of me walking out of Mr. McMahon's office, I just said to myself, let's just make it work. Now, on his on-screen chemistry with Tajiri, he would go on to say, it was a pre-tape done in the afternoon and usually I lead the way on those things. I do have some idea of how they work and what doesn't really work, especially when it comes to comedic style. I'd see him do some other stuff and how entertaining he could be, and I thought, let's just film it anyway and just go with it, see what happens. Most of the time, I was a one-take person. I was known for that, and they trusted me greatly with a huge amount of stuff. I thought, well, maybe I'll just follow him this time. I'll let him do his thing, and I'll react off of him. I'm just doing my little bit stuff here and there, and I forgot the actual explanation of what we were trying to say, and it was just, um, hmm. He 
grabbed the tea pot and he picked it up and he starts making these sounds and then I lost the plot. The silly little things that he would do to make me lose it. I was laughing and thought, this, this is gonna work. If you'd like to read more about what William Regal had to say about his interaction with Tajiri, the comedic timing that both of them had with working with one another, and what the creative differences were like in WWE when speaking with Vince McMahon, continue to follow eWrestling News as they will have all the latest on that. Raw viewership was up for this past week. Andrew Ravens has the article trending right now on eWrestling News. This week's episode of WWE drew 1.9 million viewers on the USA Network. Now, this is up from the 1.6 million that the show did last week. Brandon Thurston of WrestleNomics reported these numbers. In the key 18-49 to 49 demo, it had a strong .54, which was up from last week's .43. Now, the first hour brought in 2 million viewers with a .52 demo rating, while the second hour did another 2 million with a .58 demo rating, and the third hour did a 1.8 with a .53 demo. Now, the show ranked number one on cable. WWE Monday Night Raw went up against NHL Stanley Cup Finals on ABC that dominated that night. AEW Dynamite will be facing the same competition on Wednesday night as well. If you'd like to find out more about the ratings and the demos, follow Andrew Ravens as he will have all of this trending over at E-Wrestling News. Booker T is making news right now in the world of pro wrestling. Booker T, the five-time WCW World Heavyweight Champion and now successful podcaster and WWE Hall of Famer, is questioning what the next step for Sasha Banks' career would be and whether or not she would actually be a good fit in AEW. Sasha Banks and Naomi walked out of WWE last month due to creative differences. The Two women have since been suspended and stripped of their tag team championships. Banks went on to talk about working about her release from the company, and the latest is that her lawyer is negotiating it right now. WWE Hall of Famer Booker T recently said on his Hall of Fame podcast he's not sure if AEW would be the right fit for her right now. In a quote, Booker T would say, She's going to be okay. As far as Tony Khan making that phone call quick, I know people are going to take this the wrong way, but I really don't know if AEW is a place for Sasha Banks. Sasha could go anywhere, but if if she goes, she works Britt Baker. And then where does she go from there? I'm not saying that I'm throwing any shade on a Thunder Rosa or a Nyla Rose or any of those other girls. Now, if you'd like to find out more about what that comment had to mean to wrestling fans who are fans of AEW, follow Andrew Ravens and follow E-Wrestling News to find out more of what's going to be happening with Sasha Banks. DDP is making news right now. The man who is a former WCW world champion and a legend in the yoga world is now revealing his Mount Rushmore of in-ring workers. WWE Hall of Famer Diamond Dallas Page recently took to his podcast DDP Snake Pit and offered up his Mount Rushmore of in-ring workers. He said, My first guy is going to be Jake Roberts. The next guy for me is definitely going to be Ric Flair. Ric Flair made me want to watch wrestling and Jake pulled me back in. Shawn Michaels, you know, he's the first guy to break that under six foot thing. Eddie Guerrero, I think as far as working in the ring, goes back to doing all that stuff in AAA in Mexico with me and Jake. He was amazing as well. And things only got better. If you'd like to find out more about what he has to say, definitely go ahead and check out eWrestling News as this story is trending right now. WWE is making more news about Bruce Pritchard. WWE talent reportedly have heard that Bruce Pritchard will now be head of talent relations. Now, both Fightful Select and the Wrestling Observer are reporting that WWE talents are less than thrilled about the news that Bruce Pritchard will be stepping in as interim head of talent relations with John Laurinaitis being on administrative leave. Laurinaitis was put on leave after allegations of sexual misconduct along with Vince McMahon. In regards to Pritchard being named interim head of talent relations, Fightful spoke to someone who joked, Vince only knows three people, Bruce, Laurinaitis, and himself. Now, Dave Meltzer also noted that the move is not necessarily well received by the locker 
room. However, the belief is also that Laurinaitis is as good as gone, with some people already even beginning to celebrate. On an unrelated note, Vince McMahon was once again in a very good mood backstage during Monday Night Raw. He actually made a surprise appearance on the show to hype up the return of John Cena. If you'd like to find out more about what's going on with everything in the world of WWE, continue to follow eWrestling News as they will give you all the details of everything that's happening there. Naomi, Xavier Woods, the Bellas are set to appear on Kevin Hart's celebrity game face. Andrew Ravens is writing at this hour, WWE superstars Naomi, Xavier Woods, and the Bella Twins are set to appear on Kevin Hart's celebrity game face. He posted on Instagram to reveal that the celebrities who will be on season three of the show. They join actor Anthony Ramos and others. Naomi retweeted a post on Twitter confirming that she would be on the show. Naomi has been off of WWE TV since being suspended indefinitely for walking out of an episode last month alongside Sasha Banks due to creative differences. For more information on this, continue to follow Andrew Ravens to find out where she stands and what will be happening next. Let's go ahead and let's talk a little bit about Madcap Moss. Many within WWE believe Madcap Moss could be a huge pillar to the future of WWE. During a recent appearance on KFAN 100.3's Power Trip Morning After Party Podcast, WWE superstar Madcap Moss spoke about the advice he was given by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He would go on to say, The Rock came and talked to a group of us at one time, and someone asked him about being able to go beyond WWE and get into Hollywood and get into acting, and The Rock said, We should all want to transcend the business. We should all want to go for that big star, but you have to master the business before you can transcend it. Now, you can keep up with all the comments of what's going on by following Brandon Ewing, who has more information like this trending right now over on e-wrestling news. With that being said, let's talk a little bit about headlines. It's your one-stop shop podcast that's going to give you all the details of what's happening in the world of pro wrestling. Headlines is your up-to-date podcast that tells you everything that's happening with all of your favorite promotions. Now, whether that's AEW, WWE, New Japan, Impact, and several more. Remember, this podcast is available daily, and you can get it anywhere podcasts are available, and that is for free. Let's go ahead and let's jump over to Wrestling Inc. Now, there's new reports shedding light on the current WWE WWE backstage atmosphere. Danny Wolstenholm is reporting at this hour from Wrestling Inc. It's been six days since the world found out that Vince McMahon is being investigated by the board of directors regarding a $3 million settlement made to a former employee when he is alleged to have an affair with them. Now, many fans and wrestling personalities have reacted and shared their thoughts about what things are like right now. Now, according to Mike Johnson at PW Insider, there's a lot of silence among employees as they are all waiting to see how badly the situation gets and if something could hurt the company as a whole. Johnson reported also knowing that employees are currently keeping their heads down in an attempt to try not to get caught up in the mess with anything that's going on. They're also biting their tongues right now, considering they don't know which executives will end up potentially in power after the dust has settled. Now, the interim time period right now, while the investigation is going on, McMahon's daughter Stephanie is stepping in as chairwoman and CEO after McMahon temporarily stepped down last Friday. Johnson reports states that there is a lot of sympathy for the chief brand officer right now, as she recently was trying to take a leave of absence to be with her family more. With more being said on this information, continue to follow Mike Johnson, PW Insider, and continue to follow Danny Wolfsonholm with Wrestling Inc. Kelly Hulett is writing in at this hour from Wrestling Inc. Tony Khan is talking about possibly taking AEW on a tour in Canada. Now, what could this mean for the company? AEW President Tony Khan revealed on Tuesday that he's eager to start promoting events in Canada. Khan has recently been invited to be a speaker at the Tech Conference in downtown Toronto. According to the Canadian press, Khan spoke about 
how he wants to bring AEW live events to Canada soon because AEW has had great success in that country as far as TV ratings. TSN currently holds AEW's television rights in Canada. In a quote, Khan would say, We're all back on the road this past year and we've been all over America, but I do look forward to bringing AEW live events to Canada, Khan said. I think we have a chance to really build something strong and build a presence in Canada. Not only the established television with TSN, but also live events with the fans as well. We have a lot of Canadian wrestlers and I'm excited about the possibility of our live events here because we've had such great success. If you'd like to read more about what Tony Khan said about potentially doing a tour of Canada, Kelly Hewlett has this article trending right now over on Wrestling Inc. Now, there's also some backstage news on Party and some other AEW stars and some injury reports. Ross Berman is writing in at this hour, injuries, injuries, and more injuries. That's the storyline of 2022 in All Elite Wrestling. They've been dealing with a rash of injuries over the course of the year that keeps sending plans spinning off in spirals in different directions as the company works hard to maintain the momentum with some of its younger stars. Fightful Select is reported today providing updates on injured stars. Lee Johnson, Matt Hardy, Darius Martin, and Johnson, who hasn't wrestled since May, is said to be dealing with an unspecified knee injury. Sources say that he's expected to be out of action for at least a few months. Lee's past appearance saw him in a tag match alongside Brock Anderson, the son of Arn Anderson. Matt Hardy is reportedly dealing with knee issues as well. The report states that he was experiencing knee trouble after his last match on Saturday in Tijuana, where Hardy wrestled for AAA. With more information on the injuries, AEW is doing the best they can to keep things very, very close. Now, the news gives a fuller picture of the roster limitations that AEW is dealing with. Due to the rash of injuries, AEW champ CM Punk is recovering from foot injury, leading to the creation of an interim championship. Adam Cole said to be recovering from injuries. Brian Danielson recently missed a meet and greet and a flight due to an undisclosed injury. Brian is poised to address his health on Wednesday's Dynamite. For more information on everything going on with AEW stars and their injuries, Ross Berman has that article trending right now over on Wrestling Inc. Marco Rivera is writing in this hour, former WWE 24-7 champion, Rob Gronkowski makes a major announcement. Former WWE 24-7 champion and future Pro Football Hall of Famer Rob Gronkowski makes his retirement from the National Football League today. The offensive star will be retiring at the age of 33 after playing 11 seasons. He's played for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, winning a Super Bowl in 2020 alongside the only quarterback he's played with, Tom Brady. Gronk played nine seasons with the Patriots and his final two with the Buccaneers, gaining him four Super Bowl rings and putting him at the top of one of the greatest tight ends of all time. In a retirement post via Instagram, Gronk teased what's next for his career and he might be sailing the seas, but a WWE turn could definitely be in his future as he's maintained very interested in the product while in the NFL. With more information on what Gronk could be doing next, continue to follow Wrestling Inc. as they will have all the news for you right now. Trent Beretta reveals an AEW story he had planned with Wheeler Yuta, but did it really come? Dominic D'Angelo is writing in at this hour. Former AEW stablemates Trent Beretta and Wheeler Yuta had something planned together before Yuta set sail for the Blackpool Combat Club. Battleground podcast in advance of AEW's Dynamite in Milwaukee, and he chatted about rejoining with his tag team partner Rapungi Vice and about losing his best friends, Wheeler Yuta. In a quote he would say, I feel like the way he got put into best friends was super weird. It was a hard situation for him to be as a wrestler, Beretta said of Yuta. It's like, who's this new guy who is suddenly in the best friends with these guys that I already know. Yuta was a new recruit for the best friends and when Beretta was on the shelf due to his spinal fusion surgery, but when Beretta returned, his character was miffed at Yuta's presence in the group. The whole reason my guy was being upset was because they were planning all kinds of stuff doing this and then eventually things just didn't work out. Now, because I was like, he needs something to do on his own. That's kind of why they went in a different direction. Now, Yuta ended up joining the Blackpool Combat Club on April the 
8th following a bloody main event against John Moxley. And since then, Yuta has competed in New Japan Pro Wrestling Super Juniors Tournament, but he didn't make the finals, but he did have a total of five wins and four losses. If you'd like to find out more of what's going on with Wheeler Yuta and the situation with Trent Beretta and Best Friends, definitely check out Wrestling Inc. Booker T is also making some comments right now on whether WWE bringing Brock Lesnar back seems kind of like a desperate move. Ross Berman is writing in at this hour, Brock is back in WWE, whether any of us like it or not. Now, a recent plague of injuries, hands around WWE have decided that we need to get somebody back. With Cody Rhodes and Randy Orton out of action, most likely for the rest of the year, both men were slated to be major contenders and top title contenders. Now plans having been shuffled in the wake of chaos, they've gone back to Brock Lesnar to challenge Roman Reigns again in a last man standing match at SummerSlam. Now despite the two having already high profiled programs culminating at WrestleMania, it just seemed kind of odd. WWE Hall of Famer Booker T recently was asked about Lesnar's return on a Hall of Fame podcast, with a fan wondering if bringing Brock Lesnar back after WrestleMania shows that they're desperate. This was the quote, I wouldn't call it desperate, Booker said. I would just call it plugging an ace in there. You know, what do you do? Booker went on to say he thinks it's a tricky situation WWE currently is with a lack of bankable main event talent, and it should be an opportunity for other wrestlers to step up and get out there. If you'd like to read more about what Booker T had to say about the Brock Lesnar situation and what other stars could be doing to get more noticed, you can follow that on Wrestling Inc. Now, Eric Mutter's writing also in at this hour, Naomi announces big non-WWE appearance. Now, it's been known over a month that Naomi and Sasha Banks walks out of an episode of Monday Night Raw, but we haven't heard much from her. Once again, as reported earlier, E-Wrestling News is stating that she will be a part of Kevin Hart's Celebrity Game Face show. She will be joining Xavier Woods and the Bella Twins as being a part of the show. If you'd like to find out more about this, follow Eric Mutter's article that is trending right now over on Wrestling Inc. Eric Mutter is also writing at this hour, former AEW champion appears to defend Adam Cole following Booker T's comments. Now, many people on social media know that there's been some comments made about Adam Cole from WWE Hall of Famer Booker T. However, there's been also some people who have come to his aid. Adam Cole may be getting ready for a potential big match at Forbidden Door this Sunday, but over the past week, he's dealt with this renewed criticism of his body, most notably by WWE and WCW champion Booker T. Several wrestling personalities have tweeted in support of Adam Cole, and one of those in his defense is current AEW rival Adam Hangman Page. While not referring to Cole by name, Page fired off a tweet Tuesday morning that seemed to refer to Cole's situation as well is what has lent Cole to becoming a topic of discussion. Now, Hangman would go on to say, I just hope when I'm old and retired, I don't lower myself to some shit podcast where I trash the younger generations that's just chasing the same fortune wrestling that has afforded me. Now, many people are criticizing what Booker T had to say, as Booker T has made a comment about needing to get some muscle on Adam Cole. For more information on this, follow Eric Mutter on Wrestling Inc. as he will have all the latest for you. That is going to do it for all the major headlines headlines that are trending right now in the world of pro wrestling. Remember, Headlines is your one-stop shop for everything in the world of pro wrestling, whether it's AEW, WWE, New Japan, or all promotions in between. We are the one-stop shop for all your daily wrestling news. Once again, it's available anywhere fine podcasts are made available, and it's a daily podcast for you to download. With that being said, my name is Mike Freeland, and I will catch you on the next episode of Headlines. The world of MLW Radio never stops.